How many people did he take away from their families and give them that sorry, sad feeling that we all have looking at his picture? See, I'm familiar with the young brother because I listen to his music. Saw his videos. I fuck with Dirk. That's how I got on him. Um, so you have... You feel bad about it. And it may be somebody out there listening to me feel bad for him and saying, fuck him. Just like you see all these rival gangs in Chicago saying they smoking a new pack and you know how they disrespect each other when things like this happen how that became the, the culture I don't know but it's terrible and I don't know man like I just can't I don't know I can't I can't the story about what happened between Vaughn and the people he got into it with I'm hearing so many things it's about a girl. I'm here. Oh, it's just I don't want to. I don't want to. No, I don't want to do that. I don't want to speak that out there and be wrong. So, but you just you can't find no good explanation or good reason to why things like this happen. Um, how does it end? I mean, what you want to say? It started Adam and Eve. Now that's what's in our blood that we could kill our brothers. The first murder was a brother and a brother. So we're taught. And that's like to to understand and just really break down that the first murder was a brother murdering a brother. I'm not saying all black men murdering black men. I mean, they say, the story is taught to us that they were brothers. And over jealousy, one was killed. So if the first murder was capable or possible to be committed between two brothers, so it ain't easier for strangers to kill each other. Although I do believe we're all brothers and sisters in the way down here. But yeah, that's what we say it started and it just continues and never stops because how do you stop it, you know? Everybody has that take one of mine's, I'm gonna take two of yours type of feel. And that shit don't never stop. How do you walk away from that? You know, a lot of violence comes from, from my eyes, poverty. And what do they say? Oh, you broke, that's why you robbing people? Or that's why you trapping and hustling? Yeah, we got put in situations as black people where that's what we deal with. And then they, you know, they inject our communities with just nonsense. They wanted to kill us with the drugs. We profited off the drugs. And another person wants to profit. And they, and they just fight over this turf. They fight over turf. They fight over sales. They fight over money. They fight over the fiends. They fight over everything. They want it. It's just like like it's not enough to go around. Egos get involved. It's so many things. Well, so many different ways, man. People beef over women. People beef over just the craziest things. And it just seems to be no end. So, you know, how do we avoid that? You got somebody in your life in the streets or something. What you going to tell them? Like, because I, I know people. I know people who do the things that they do. And I want more for them and I want better for them. And what do you say to them? Because huh? once some shit starts, when something is going on, it's kind of hard to 
leave it alone. It's called the trap. They call it the place where you hustle a trap. But it's not just the place you hustle being a trap. It's um, the lifestyle is a trap. Because there's so much it brings out of you and so-called requires of you to live in a certain lifestyle. So, yeah, let's say we're trying to save our homies. We're trying to save save our loved ones. What we tell them? Hey, man, get out them streets. I mean, if you ain't caught no violent beef yet, try to avoid that street shit. Because it's going to come with some beef. It's always somebody hating in that street shit. Some drugs just to be, you know, upfront and clear what I'm talking about. Beef come with that because don't nobody want to see nobody shining too much. Because I could have everything I want. And you could have everything you want. But if you look a little bit more comfortable than me, that's the reason for me to hate on you. It's the reason for me to hate. If I'm insecure like that, and everybody not like that. But it's going to come. Some shit eat people up so much on the inside. They willing to do the most about it. Let's just break down this example again. Let's just say me and someone else has the same amount of money. We have the same exact wardrobe. Nothing about us is different. Shit. Let's go real all the way down. We got the same dick size. Everything. But, you know, I'm handsome and they ugly. That's enough right there. For a motherfucker to want to hate you and hurt you. Avoid, avoid these places where the energy ain't right, man. And I never liked that dark energy in that world. You know, as a youngin', I knew people doing their thing in that world, and I saw it, and I decided, you know, let me, let me get some of that. I mean, the money was extremely fast, but the feelings that came over me in certain situations, I ain't like them. I ain't like them, and I ain't want to have those feelings. And when the feelings was not fear either. I had aggressive feelings. I had, like, I wanted to, things, some things went on where it made me want to do wild shit. And I'm like, oh, I had to recognize myself. And I'm glad I, I knew myself at the time. I don't know what age it was, but I knew something else. I knew something about myself at a certain time. And I know I, I ain't trying to be, this ain't it. And you step away. But for people who caught up, man, just pray for the people who caught up. Because you can't tell nobody, you know, if they've been in the street wilding doing the craziest shit. Even if they could... <laughs> this is the funny, crazy part. It's not funny. It's sad, actually. People who get caught up in this lifestyle soon realize they do not like the lifestyle themselves. But I'm going to tell you this, man. I was getting ready to say, you know, you want to tell them, oh, get out the lifestyle, get a job, right? Okay. Let's say I've been shooting at niggas for I don't know how long, living my lifestyle. I personally feel like getting a job will put me on the schedule and make me real easy to line up for out. I feel like whatever job I transition to, it ain't going to be paying me as much as the streets was paying me. So if, if somebody really still want to take my head off, I might as well be making this money. I'd rather be having bread in the field and broke in the field. That's the way to trap them. You could, you could get religious, go get baptized, go take a shahada, whatever it is. You could do all that. If you have some stuff going on in the streets, 
Don't nobody care about that. Don't nobody care you, you, you a different man now. You did what you did. And they gonna want you. And make them wanna stay in that game, man. It's so tough and it's so hard, man. But I pray for anybody in that lifestyle trying to get out, man. I pray for you. I understand you, man. Everything I just said right here, man, I could go further and deeper with a lot of the conversation. But it's no need. But yeah, just pray, pray for pray for everybody out here in these streets trying to make it, trying to get right, because like I said, I didn't record that Vaughn episode immediately. And after that happened with Vaughn, it seemed like a string. Like in Houston, we had Mo3, who I wasn't familiar with, but apparently he was doing his thing. And he was killed on the highway in his hometown. Apparently shut up by some broad. That's the stuff, that's the kind of craziness that come with a crazy lifestyle. Apparently, Lil Boosie was familiar with him, and he was upset by it. I think he went to Houston. I know he was tweeting. He was real upset tweeting. He went to Houston. I feel like, I believe it was, you know, go pay his respects to the people out there. He gets shot in his leg, and he has diabetes, and there may be a complication where he may have to amputate a leg. Prayers to Boosie. Now, Houston was open. Houston didn't quarantine. Like, I don't know when they quarantined, but right now they weren't quarantined, so they're having a lot of shows down there. A lot of people sliding through down there, man. One of my favorites, Benny the Butcher. I'm literally on the, cousin, on the phone with my cousin talking about something. He said, yeah, you see they got Benny. So I'm like, wait, what? They got Benny? And I don't know when he said they got Benny, like, got him, he's dead or what? I go to try to look, and they oh, he shot in the leg. Yeah, right. It's fucked up to to feel relief when we find out the injuries ain't fatal. We should still be upset. I mean, I'm upset. I don't want nobody going through nothing, but it's... And I do understand the relief myself. Yeah, like, okay, they're not dead. They're here, but why we got to hang our hat on, 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 on shit that still ain't a good deal? It ain't the best situation. Like Vaughn with his masters, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I can't be happy. Oh, he got his masters. Okay, cool. No, that that young man's life was taken, ended way too soon. Don't even get to see a chance of him maturing. Guess what? Because 36 is young. He was 10 years younger than that, so he young, young. He didn't get a chance to mature, become a man, take all of the lessons he learned from his experiences, and and, and do something positive with him. He didn't get that chance, man. People don't get a chance to become their complete selves. And that's the biggest, biggest, biggest part that really be messing me up when I see these people, these young kids on a beautiful path where they look like they're making away for themselves. They're making away for their families and people around them. They're doing things. Like when I see it ain't about no music and hopping around and just being a fuckboy fan of somebody. When I see one person making it, I always imagine that there are a great number of people who are benefiting off that person's success. So it just hurts so much when things like that go down. But back around, you know, the Benny, but he, they say he was in Walmart shopping and was some sort of, like, somebody tried to stick him up. He got hit in the leg, man. Are we heading this way? Because, you know, the money's short. Violence about to go up crazy. They say that. They say it. They say it's going to go up crazy. It's a jungle out here. It's a jungle out here, and we got to make it, man. Um, Jim Jones said being a rapper is one of the most dangerous jobs in the world.
And I heard somebody say, somebody who I feel, you know, they do some good things, but they got they, some ways with them. They're going to disagree and, you know, just try to contradict the statement saying, oh, yeah, if you rap a certain way, you uh, celebrate a lifestyle, this, this and that, you're going to. You call it on yourself. That's not dangerous. You asking for something like not so much you asking for, but you know what? What, what did you expect type of attitude? And I could, I could really, if I were to get in a conversation with that person, like me and him, I could break, I could break that whole thing down with that person, and you know, have them chill because they ain't really coming from no real place of of healing or correction. They just talk shit. You know, they they kind of do that a lot. So I don't, I don't really often, but shit. I do believe being a rapper is the most dangerous job in the world. To put yourself in. Yeah, you what you think? Okay, police. Um, firefighters, first responders, things like that. They want to say that's it. But you kind of go in knowing what you're up against. These entertainers, and I'm just going to say rappers, because even actors and athletes. You know, athletes in more trouble. Like, athletes and rappers. Most of us athletes and rappers... African-American come from a demographic of people who won't have much. It's easy to, 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 to bring out envy in a community or a person who won't have much. It's not the, it's not the successful person's fault that this is what's going on, but this is what happens. And, and, And we do, we come from an environment where, you know, you know, rappers and athletes like, we love the urban. We from the urban areas. We're going to frequent urban areas. We're going to do urban things. And I'm using urban. I don't know why, but I think it helps you understand me. Like we're doing things from the hood. We do hood shit. Hood rappers are hood. Athletes be hood. They be in the hood. Should they have to feel extra cautious? But no, you will want them to. You will want them to. The kind of money they deal with. Back again to, to the families that they support, to, to who they are to their family. Yeah, you want to be careful. But how fucked up is it that it got to be like that? You know? Uh, and like I said, Jim Jones said it's the most dangerous job in the world because some, you don't know if somebody walking up to you is a fan is a, or a foe, a friend of foe. You don't know. You don't know if somebody running up, hey, yo, Jim, let me get a picture. Or yo, Jim, pop, pop. You know what it is. Everybody know you and you don't know them. It is tough. It's real tough. Please, please, guys, out there, be careful. And I don't want to stay too much in a somber moment <clears throat> because with me taking my time to put out this episode, we were able, I was able to catch what I feel was a huge moment for music, a huge moment for black culture, and a huge moment for Atlanta culture. Um, the verses battle between Jeezy and Gucci Man. When these verses were first going on, I was talking to someone. And we brought up, you know, Gucci versus Jeezy. Could that ever happen? And we both, you know, jokingly said it. And we were like, man, hell no. That ain't happening. We'll never see it. Well, God darn it, we saw it. God darn it, we saw it. And I don't know. I do feel like I know, actually. The best battle yet. They said it was Monica versus Brandy with guns. 
Now, some people just probably watch that musically as fans of everything. I watch that understanding everything, understanding their history, understanding currently how people feel. And it was it was very entertaining. That thing hit, what was it? Hit a million in a half hour before anybody even came out. Hmm? Hmm? That's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. Shit. Um, but like I said, Culture One, Black Culture One, Atlanta One, Music One, Jeezy One, Gucci One. How could they both win? Jeezy won the versus battle. Jeezy, you know, brought about or attempted to, we'll see what happens in the future. A different way of approaching a lot of this shit, letting a lot of this shit go and moving on, becoming grown, and just putting stuff behind you. Gucci, although Gucci came exactly opposite and came crazy, as far as the bravado he put forth, in the setting with the backstory, Gucci won. On some street shit, Gucci won. On some grown man shit, Jeezy won. And you would think somebody winning on their side means the other one lost. Funny way? In a funny way. Right now, it's not the case. God bless. That's a rare situation where everybody can win and nobody loses. Um, I didn't know how it was going to go. I didn't expect Gucci to not play disc records, but all he played was disc records. Now, I have people know Jeezy ain't innocent at all here. As far as I'm talking about musically. Now, we ain't talking about the allegations. We're going to get it out the way. It's alleged that Jeezy sent, put a hit out on Gucci Man to get Gucci Man chains. Set him up with a stripper. Went to the stripper house or some shit and four guys came through. Gucci killed one of them. One of them happened to be Jeezy's man. That's the backstory. Since then, Gucci ain't had nothing good to say about Jeezy. Now, now let me tell you, during that time, in that time, which was 15 years ago, what's 15 years ago? It's 2020, right? 15 years ago is 05. Jeezy, throughout the whole battle, let's take it back to 05. Kept saying it. Now, I should have went in there and checked exactly what records or what was going on in 05 for Jeezy, but I don't think I need to. I think I can just assume Jeezy was on fire. Now, that's so icy song that would have done a lot for Gucci, man. Got shelved after this beef, and a lot of things ain't go his way after that beef. After what happened, after him being known as a murderer, fuck the story of what happened. The industry backed away. They already had somebody from Atlanta they, they, they could get money with Jeezy on Def Jam. Jeezy doing tracks with fucking Kanye. Jeezy doing tracks with Jay-Z. My man, my man Gucci, mixtape scene in Atlanta. In and out of jail, just getting into shit. And I believe... With Jeezy playing all his street hood anthems, 
I feel like Jesus, Gucci was remembering where he was at those times and places. And I think it was fucking with him. I think it was fucking with him. See, if you a casual fan, you probably listen to every song. Yo, Jeezy winning, Jeezy winning. Street nigga. Gucci dropped some anthems. He could have dropped more, but I really think he was concentrated on playing his diss shit. It made me feel as though he wasn't sure what Jeezy was on because I was hearing. Because Jeezy actually said it in an interview. He invited the invitation. He sent the invitation to the battle to Jeezy. I mean, to Gucci. Jeezy sent the invitation to Gucci. Gucci declined. So it was going down with T.I. Now, after... I guess after it came out that he sent the invite to Gucci, you know, people probably got in Gucci ear like, yo, bro, you should do it. And I ain't going to front. When it was getting ready to go down with T.I. and then Jeezy said that in the interview that he offered it to Gucci, I was like, oh, shit, really? In my mind, I seen and imagined people hitting up Gucci saying, hey, it is a good idea. Try it. And look what we have. He did it. He did it. But... Now that we know he was a little bit reluctant, it's like a hit was put out on myself. And somebody invited me to do a versus battle 15 years later. 15 years ain't long enough for me to get over that. I don't think so. I don't know. I don't know. It's a lot to get over, a lot to digest. But we're going to get to the feelings later because he agreed to it, which was a great thing. He agreed to the battle. Now, I don't know if anybody listening have been at odds with someone. I don't know if they've been at odds with someone and, uh, you know, you see them out. I don't know if you felt those tenses or you felt whatever feelings it comes with, you know, being in a place where everything ain't all peachy creamy. Walking in Magic City... I'm sure. I'm sure it was tense. I know it was one. It was entourage on one side, entourage on the other side, and that thing could have went left easily, easily. But it didn't. Thank God. So I told you about to take it back to 05. And Tom, you know, wasn't the best for Gucci. I don't think it was. I mean, you know, sure he's doing his thing, but I know he wanted... He ain't where he at now. Right now, that man, he been doing the work he been doing. But right now, he's truly being recognized for the for the A&R he is. He, he selects great artists. He knows good music. And he really out there. He an icon. He making money. Um... He's really doing his thing. And I think he took, he definitely took advantage of this stage to, um, to showboat, to rub some things in his face where he could. Cause like I said, them songs Jeezy was playing probably brought him back and then he came with the truth. The song, the truth. Go find the playlist to the battle if you don't know it. You can find these songs and you can listen. 
I know feelings got brought up out of him by Jeezy that made him play that song. If he wasn't, I mean, I knew he was. I know he was going to play the song. What came up out of him was everything after that smoking pookie look and all that other shit came out of him. Throughout the night, he was talking shit because he said he liked my $10,000 outfit. Who knows if the fit was ten thousand? Could be more. See, ten thousand dollars was the bounty that was put on his head. That's what he was saying. That's how he was being slick. Also, talking about let's do a jewelry challenge. Bring Floyd in for a jewelry challenge. The bounty he wanted. They wanted that man to bring that chain back. That's the jewelry talking about. He was throwing subs throughout the night. It was heavy in there all night. But him talking that shit brought out the speech from Jeezy that was kind of important. Real important. Making it not about them themselves. And I really feel like that speech broke through to Gucci. In real time, we had we got to see Jeezy be challenged by Challenged by challenged to check his ego and make the right choice for the right reason. We got to see that happen in real time in front of the world with the world. And I don't know if people paid attention, but we got to see in real time Gucci step back from some of the aggression that would be hard to step back from if somebody tried to send somebody to end my life. I don't know how I could ever look at you and not want to hurt you, take you out. But I feel like he felt the truth coming from Jeezy, coming from them standing in that room, coming from hearing what he said. Jeezy, what Jeezy said wasn't prepped. Maybe he wanted to say something like that, but it wasn't going to come out that way without Gucci doing what he did, getting disrespectful, but still speaking his truth. So Gucci speaks his truth. Jeezy feels it, evolves, and shout out to Rizzo Islam because you peeped that immediately. He evolved right in front of us in the chance because he because he could have went one way, but he kept it real real king like real G. And I think Gucci heard it and believed it. And towards the end of the night, that so icy song after what he said what he said about the olive branch and Jeezy had an interview speaking on what olive branch means. It's specifically like y'all, I choose peace in this situation. Jeezy ain't used that phrase. Jeezy literally did something and Gucci described it as extending the olive branch because it means it's clearly what it is because that's the only way Gucci could describe it as extending an olive branch and it may go somewhere from that. I think he even saluted him and that song sound good, them singing together and I'm telling you, man, I have, I've had friendships go south for just straight up miscommunication, man. And to see, I think Cam and Jimmy get cool again, it did something for me. I had hope in my old friendships coming back around, man. I mean, you know, we all grow into different spaces. And, you know, maybe some people don't need to revisit old things. Cool. But I, 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 you know, I aim for the good, you know. And it'd be nice to to share and show love to somebody you got those feelings for. 
But to see Cam and Jimmy get right, that was great. Now, these guys, we ain't going to say they was buddy buddies and they probably can't go there. Who knows? But is it likely? I don't know how buddy buddy you could be. I don't know. In their situation, I don't know. But it's to a space where it's peace. It got to give you a hope for a lot of shit, man. Shout out to uh, Atlanta for that. Shout out to uh, Joe Button because he covered the podcast. He covered made a podcast and he covered this immediately the next day. And I'm giving him a shout out because, you know, I don't know how much time he spent on thinking about it. But it's probably just something he peeped right away about. And he was saying a lot of stuff I'm saying about, um, you know, the growth everybody had. Everybody who won, the potential for it to go south. How big it was that it didn't go south. Like, shout out to him. And, and I feel the same way. Um, I'm not going front. I want to be pardoned by anybody who could be offended by this. You know what? I, I'll say it right so you won't be offended. Some days I go to the part of the battle at the end of the truth song where Gucci goes off saying, damn, damn, smoking on Pukalo tonight. Rest in peace to all parties involved. But I go there because it wakes me up internally because, like, right there, it was uh, it was tense moments of real, face-to-face real. This ain't on no Instagram. It ain't on no phone. They were feet apart. Somebody coming crazy and the potential for it to go foul. It was just, it stirred me up. Not that I wanted to see it because I don't want to see it because I'm a big fan of both of them. I'm a big fan of both of them. Um, and I don't even want to see it, but it's like, yo, it, 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 it's like, oh, wow. I don't know what sensation ran through my body when I was watching that and I heard him do that and I saw the Jeezy body language and all the potential for everything to go wrong and I'm so glad it did. But I'll go to that part just to even, just to... Just for some type of reality, sometimes I go and watch that part um, on YouTube, like where he start going off the poopy look. I don't geek and laugh. It's crazy, you know. He just brought that right there on Front Street, and they both dealt with that. They both dealt with that. It was real. It was real moments to see that, and um, that that song went off in the end. Um, I, I thought I almost thought it was fake the way it went, but when I watched it again, you got to see them communicating throughout the night. Gucci and Jeezy with body language. Uh, even and in that short back and forth they had. And it could go further and it was real. And I got hope for a lot of stuff, man. Um, uh, talking to my shorty real quick. We were talking about a lot of stuff. And she just threw it out there like, yo, it really wouldn't be no verses without Corona. And these verses have been the biggest thing to be happening throughout this time. Not because it's my culture. But because it's for real. They have been the biggest things to be happening. They put money in people's pockets. Plenty of people's pockets. Brought back feelings. Brought back. Done so much. And if that don't do nothing to tell you about trying to make lemonade out of lemons. And, and, and grinding. And, and just 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 still producing throughout this time. I don't know what to tell you. Because I really don't think we'd have a versus if it wasn't for Corona. And versus have been some of the most healing, entertaining things throughout the year. And this is my episode of So Random. I'm going to see you next time. Yo, just, just love some more. Love more, love more, man.